Hey, thanks for listening to the Daily Walk podcast. Just want to remind you that if you have any questions, any thoughts, any comments, or any prayer requests, you can go online to the Boulder Church website, which is at boulder.church. Send them along. We'd love to hear from you. Otherwise, look after each other and live love. Good morning. It is Tuesday, June 4. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Japheth de Oliveira. And let me pray for today. Heavenly Father, uh, thank you, Lord, that we get to call on your name. Thank you, Lord, that you've uh, gathered us together wherever we may be. Uh, Lord, we ask for a blessing on today, on our on our families, on our friends, our communities, those we are in conversation with as well. Bless their lives. Uh, give us wisdom as we read this passage again. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, it's message day, MSG. And again, I'm reading Amos 5 and 6, but it should be more fun today because the message is always more fun. Okay, subheading, all show, no substance. Listen to this, family of Israel, this message I'm sending in bold print, this tragic warning. Virgin Israel has fallen flat on her face. She'll never stand up again. She's been left where she's fallen. No one offers to help her up. This is the message, God's word. The city that marches out with a thousand will end up with a hundred. The city that marches out with a hundred will end up with ten. O family of Israel, God's message to the family of Israel. Seek me and live. Don't fool around at those shrines of Bethel. Don't waste time taking trips to Gilgal. And don't bother going down to Beersheba. Gilgal is here today and gone tomorrow, and Bethel is all show, no substance. So seek God and live. You don't want to end up with nothing to show for your life, but a pile of ashes, a house burned to the ground. For God will send just such a fire, and the firefighters will show up too late. Subheading, raw truth is never popular. Woe to you who turn justice to vinegar and stomp righteousness into the mud. Do you realize where you are? You're in a cosmos star-flung with constellations by God. A world God wakes up each morning and puts to bed each night. God dips water from the ocean and gives the land a drink. God, God revealed, does all this, and he can destroy it as easily as he makes it. He can turn this vast wonder into total waste. People hate this kind of talk. World truth is never popular. But here it is bluntly spoken. Because you run roughshod over the poor and take the bread right out of their mouths, you're never going to move into the luxury homes you have built. You're never going to drink wine from the expensive vineyards you've planted. I know precisely the extent of your violations, the enormity of your sins. Appalling. You bully right-living people, taking bribes right and left and kicking the poor when they're down. Justice is a lost cause. Evil is epidemic. Decent people throw up their hands, protest and rebuke are useless, a waste of breath. Seek good and not evil, and live. You talk about God, the God of the angel armies, being your best friend. Well, live like it, and maybe it will happen. Hate evil and love good, then work it out in the public square. Maybe God, the God of the angel armies, will notice your remnant and be gracious. Now again, my master's message, God, God of the angel armies. Go out into the streets and lament loudly. Fill the malls and shops with cries of doom. Weep loudly. Not me, not us, not now. Empty offices, stores, factories, workplaces, and list everyone in the general lament. I want to hear it loud and clear when I make my visit. God's decree. Subheading, time to face hard reality, not fantasy. Woe to all of you who want God's judgment day. Why would you want to see God, want Him to come? 
When God comes, it will be bad news before it's good news. The worst of times, not the best of times. Here's what it's like. A man runs from a lion right into the jaws of a bear. A woman goes home after a hard day's work and is raped by a neighbor. At God's coming, we face hard reality, not fantasy. A black cloud with no silver lining. I can't stand your religious meetings. I'm fed up with your conferences and, con- and conventions. I want nothing to do with your religion projects, your pretentious slogans and goals. I'm sick of your fundraising schemes, your public relations and image making. It's, I've had all I can take of your noisy ego music. When was the last time you sang to me? Do you know what I want? I want justice, oceans of it. I want fairness, rivers of it. That's what I want. That's all I want. Didn't you, dear family of Israel, worship me faithfully for 40 years in the wilderness, bringing the sacrifices and offerings I commanded? How is it you've stooped to dragging gimcrack statues of your so-called rulers around, hauling the cheap images of all your star gods here and there? Since you like them so much, you can take them with you when I drive you into exile beyond Damascus. God's message, God of the angel armies. Subheading those who live only for today. Woe to you who think you live on easy street in Zion, who think Mount Samaria is the good life. You assume you're at the top of the heap, voted the number one best place to live. Well, wake up and look around. Get off your pedestal. Take a look at Kalna. Go and visit Great Hamath. Look in on Gath of the Philistines. Doesn't that take you off your high horse? Compared to them, you're not much, are you? Woe to you who are rushing headlong to disaster. Catastrophe is just around the corner. Woe to those who live in luxury and expect everyone else to serve them. Woe to those who live only for today, indifferent to the fate of others. Woe to the playboys, the playgirls, who think life is a party held just for them. Woe to those addicted to feeling good, life without pain. Those obsessed with looking good, life without wrinkles. They could not care less about their country going to ruin. But here's what's really coming. A forced march into exile. They'll leave the country whining, a ragtag bunch of good-for-nothings. Subheading, you've made a shambles of justice. God, the master, has sworn and solemnly stands by his word. The God of the angel armies speaks. I hate the arrogance of Jacob. I have nothing but, but contempt for his forts. I'm about to hand over the city and everyone in it. Ten men are in a house all dead. A relative comes and gets the bodies to prepare them for a decent burial. He discovers a survivor huddled in a closet and asks, Are there any more? The answer, not a soul. But hush, God must not be mentioned in this desecrated place. Note well, God issues the orders. He'll knock down, he'll he'll knock large houses to smithereens. He'll smash little houses to bits. Do you hold a horse race in a field of rocks? Do you plow the sea with oxen? You'd cripple the horses and drown the oxen, and yet you've made a shambles of justice, a bloated corpse of righteousness, bragging of your trivial pursuits, beating up on the weak and crowing, look what I've done. Enjoy it while you can, you Israelites. I've got a pagan army on the move against you. This is your God speaking, God of the angel armies, and they'll make hash of you from one end of the country to the other. That was a a really interesting take on the entire passage there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was. It really was. Quite a few interesting uh, interpretations inside there. So here's the question for today. Uh, Why do you think the concept of remnant creates such strong reactions, positive and negative, from many people? Does it? (laughs) 
Do many people? <laughs> I, I want to go and take just a, a street, uh, a street poll. poll. Oh yeah, no! See, oh yeah. Okay, see go what on. the reactions are to remnant, remnant. strong, and, positive, and negative. I think not. I think ambivalence really? would be the most common reaction. Well, maybe maybe from amongst those normal people. Normal people. Yes, regular people. As opposed people. to abnormal. What's the? <laughs> I I don't know who are these people. I I don't have a strong feeling about the subject of the do you? I think I think well, I mean, obviously, uh, within within I guess within our tribe, there is a there is discussion about remnant all the time. Or, I've never discussed that. No, <laughs> don't think so. No. Probably not. I can't think I the may, last time. I may, I, have, I may have been in different conversations then. I think you, uh, you live an entirely different. We live parallel lives. We do. We do. Yes. Your your life. I when I envision it, it's like it's so sad. No, it's actually <laughs> it really makes great. Me so depressed. I really like it. I like it I'm a glad, lot. I'm glad that you do. Okay, so tell, so me, tell me about this there then, because I tensions. obviously have not a lot some, to add to this. There, there are some tensions. Obviously, <laughs> there are some tensions, and the tensions really the, the tensions really stem from. Uh, from where people will be excited about the idea of remnant and they'll be offended about remnant and they're excited about it if uh, if they feel like hey oh, this. they think they're going to be now the idea of a remnant maybe we should explain that that would the idea would be that it's some very select group a small number of people well as opposed to the total population of the world who yeah. are singled out as special yeah so there way, are some right? people who believe there is a remnant group and then there are other people who believe there's a remnant message uh, and there's a remnant mission and so there is a there's a whole debate about what does that really mean to be part of the remnant or what is the remnant. Well, I think uh, the one on problem it. I have with it just conceptually is it feels like remnant would mean what is left over, right? That that's that's what a remnant is. Like, like if you if you have leftovers. fabric remnant, the yes. remnant if it would be the scraps. Yes. So as long as there's still a world full of people, there by definition is not a remnant because everybody's here. Well, no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> Like, the cloth obviously is not uh, gone because the remnant exists. Right. Yeah, but that's, so the cloth still is The cloth there. has been made into something else and then there are these scraps left over. Oh, I see what right? you mean. That's what yeah. I'm talking about. No, I don't think they, the, that's the concept behind it. I don't really understand the concept. I mean, I do. I know what people mean by it, but I'm trying to but think. I'm trying to act as if I've never thought about it before at all. Inside, Which I mean, in some ways, yeah. I haven't, as I just said. Inside this text here, I mean, he he talks a little bit about the the, the grace the grace of the remnant of Joseph, and and he actually picks on Joseph in particular out of all the possibilities. Um, and I I think that Amos is is picking on Joseph for a, a reason different to anybody else because there's a lot of hope embedded in the story of Joseph, uh, which is which is phenomenal. And we will actually talk about this when we get to the story of Joseph, which we're going to do, I think, next series. Okay, if I'm, cool. If I'm, That's a good story. If I remember correctly. And so I think there's a, there's a lot embedded inside there. Well, can I just say one thing that I think is super hilarious okay, about this passage? I've been and laughing about it. And then I'll read the question one more time and wrap it up for the last today. several days. Okay. Is how we always talk about how great it will be, what a blessed day, the day when Jesus returns. Yes. And according to this, that is not going to be the case. Well, it's not talking it's about the second be, coming. What is it talking about? It's talking about the Assyrian invasion. No, no, but see, usually in the Bible, you apply whatever they're t- actually whatever, talking about sure. to also the future. <laughs> Right, like it applies to them and it also applies to us. So uh-huh. I think I would have to take this and think it also applies to uh-huh. us. Otherwise, yeah. what's the point of my even reading this? It's something that already happened well, and it's over and all the people are dead and there, we know that. There is actually lots of lessons inside here. I mean, uh, But one of them is... Do not look forward to the to day the, that the Lord returns oh because goodness. it is going to be That's, really bad. That and is you're so, going to be in huge trouble. So wrong. But so wrong. It does say it very plainly. 
Yeah, no, it doesn't. It's not talking about the second coming. I don't know what it's talking it's about. It's talking then. about the Syrian invasion. But it says God is coming, not the Assyrians. Yeah, and God, and what's happening is that God he's, is coming he's under the them, guise of the Assyrians. He says to them, basically, earlier in the chapters, he says, "You guys are not about justice or about mercy or caring for anybody. You've been you've been absolutely horrible, abusing people, taking wealth and all sorts of stuff." And he says, "This is not the way I want you to be as a people, and there will be consequences to this, and it's going to be horrible." And it eventually comes through, hmm. but. Let me repeat the question one okay. more time. Uh, why do you think the concept of remnant creates such strong reactions, positive and negative, from many people who have heard about it? Uh, <laughs> think about that. Look after each other, live love, and we'll connect tomorrow. Thanks for your support for the Daily Walk podcast. Wherever you are in the world, we just want to let you know that we're praying for you, and we're glad that you're praying for us too. If you can help us out by giving online, then please go to boulder.church forward slash give and help this ministry actually make an effect on others as well. Keep us in your prayers, look after each other, and live love.